Sync and Desist, a multimedia network. Please enjoy. In this week's episode, we discuss leadership and our opinions what exactly it takes to be a great leader, when to speak out, when to bite your tongue, choosing your battles. We also delve into some of our personal experiences and stories along the lines of this subject. So we have a really good episode for you all today and we hope you really enjoy it. But before we get into this week's episode, you can find Brad at Bradley Pallone on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me at Robert GXN on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. You can find Sync and Assist on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Sync and Assist. Here at Sync and Assist, we've recently switched our podcasting hosts over from Spreaker, and we are now on Anchor FM. And this is the first episode to air on Anchor. Everything has been perfectly migrated over to our new host. But if you do notice any problems, please do reach out to us and let us know so we can take care of that right away. But we release new episodes every Tuesday on iTunes and Spotify, as well as a handful of other platforms. And we will be on even more platforms in the near future. So please rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. But let's jump right in this week's episode, episode 55, Sync and Assist. weekend or so because there's going to be a lot this year i just i definitely need to start a mu- uh, movie fund or something some kind of bank account for all the movies coming out this year yeah i, I hear uh a movie pass they have a good card for you um yeah but yeah <laughs> that yeah. failed doa but um i have seen glass it wasn't this past weekend but or maybe it was, I don't know. The way time and podcasting works. Yeah. Who knows? But yeah, I, I, I've seen Glass. And it's a very controversial movie. It has a very controversial end to it. And it has like three twists to the movie. But... Three twists? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I love the movie. I think the hot take here. But I think the Unbreakable Split Glass trilogy is... A, a perfect trilogy, in my opinion. All of the choices that M. Night Shyamalan made in Glass, I stand by them. I only have problems with like two things. One is M. Night Shyamalan's cameo. He's awful at acting. <laughs> but um and the sun was terrible. But like there there were like editing editing um problems that I had with it in the beginning. Like the beginning is strong, and you know everyone that talks about the movie, they're like that. The beginning, the first twenty minutes of the movie, like, is perfect, and then they kind of lose me. But that's not the case with me. But like in the beginning, there are like m- minor editing um, problems I have with it. Like there, someone will say something, it'll just the camera will just stay on it for like five seconds too long, like. Can we get to the next scene? Can we mm. cut here? Mm-hmm. Um, but but outside, and that happened like two, maybe three times. And the sun, 
um, David Dunn, his son, he said, um, he brought up Salt Bay, which is like a two-year-old meme at this point. <laughs> so that was another problem I had with it. But outside of that, it is a perfect trilogy to me, and I absolutely love Glass. I want to see it again, but I'm going to try not to go to the movies that I love twice this year because I didn't go to the movies as much last year, but I did go to the movies to see so a couple movies, a few movies like twice last year. I could have saw another movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I saw Glass, and I, I know you haven't seen any movies, so I went, I'm not probably going to ask you. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but so the critics are wrong about that, you think? Because yeah. I've heard a lot of negative reviews about it. Yeah, I tweeted about it. Um, and I hear you. Anything you say about the movie, like, I hear you. Mm-hmm. But then I also posted, like, the um, Charlie Murphy on Dave Chappelle when, when he's, like, saying, wrong, wrong. Yeah, wrong. <laughs> yeah. I, I forget which skit that was from. Yeah. But, yeah, I saw Glass. Yeah. What yeah. what has been up with you this week? <laughs> uh, working. <laughs> For sure. Definitely a lot of work this week. Um, a lot of studio time. And uh, a lot of loading in and out equipment, which is what I do. But I, I'm getting pretty swole, actually, from doing it so much. <laughs> so, which is, is part of my New Year's resolution, you know, is, as, as is most people, uh, is getting fit. So it's kind of doing it itself. I'm not even really having to try. I just do it at work. But um, or I guess I mean I don't have to go to the gym because my – the gym is, is work. And uh, sometimes I'm working 10 hours, 12 hours. So, uh, yeah, it's just been a lot of that. And then a lot of um, working on recording some music and stuff. So It's sounding really good. Oh, yeah. You actually weren't meant to uh, to hear some hear of it. Hear, like, five songs? <laughs> yeah, and you... <laughs> well, those last two I, I just sent to you anyways, because yeah. the first three... Uh, you just like resp- you sent me a text and saying like I got some notification or whatever and or email and I was like oh you were, you weren't supposed to be in that email <laughs> but I was gonna show you anyway so what what does it matter but uh, I'm glad you like it yeah it's um still in its baby stages but um yeah that's that's pretty much been the update of my life yeah in uh, my last job in the warehouse working for Google, but, um, which is not a humble brag at all, it's <laughs> awful, um, our warehouse was definitely the redhead stepchild of Google, but I, I, that was kind of like how we went about things, like, that was our perspective, that was our mentality, like, we don't need to work out, because we do it here, so we, and then we did it so much, like, the department, um, manager i was like the assistant manager of the department and he was he was like we don't even go home tired we do this <laughs> i'm like yeah 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 Th- that was i prob- go home and stream on twitch that was what i was doing back then <laughs> yeah. yeah you were making probably the best money you've made at any job at that job too right? yeah we missed that speaking of money um so one thing that happened yesterday at the time of recording, this has happened yesterday. I have not heard this. I've not right? told you yet. Okay. I said, Hold on to it. And I was not going to tell you until recording this. <laughs> but, um, so, 
I'm an entrepreneur. I do film and photography, have a podcast, possibly starting a second podcast. That's another story that I won't share on this podcast, but that is something to possibly look forward to. Mm -hmm. And also definitely because that, I won't go into it, but (laughs) so I go into my bank account because I'm about to, you know, uh, build a website and I want to buy the domain name first. And I saw how much it was going to cost to have that domain name. So I'm trying to figure out, look at, see how much money I have. I also have bills. But I'm, I'm trying to figure things out. But I go into my bank account and I see five transactions from Guatemala. No. That I didn't. And they were all the exact same price, twelve ninety five no. and twelve ninety six. All five of them came up to like $64.72. No. All taken out of my account. I've never been to Guatemala. No. I'm Mexican. Don't know anyone from Guatemala. But Are you kidding me? Okay. Never left this country legally. I did go to Mexico. I didn't know I was there. I thought my cousin was playing. There was no border. (laughs) You're making me want to. We snuck into Mexico. You're making me want to check my bank account (laughs) right now. But, yeah, do do check your bank account because someone not even having my card took almost $70 from my bank account. I had to get on the phone, which one, I have three bank accounts, which is no one's business, but I do. (laughs) And I'm dropping one. Like very soon, and they just no. One's gonna be your movie fund. I was telling you (laughs) this year. I'm not. There's a maintenance fee on that card. Oh yeah, (laughs) twelve dollars. That is a ticket. Um, but so I I get on the phone with my bank, and it's not a credit union, which I have a credit union, which I'm moving everything over. It is a bank, right? Yeah, it is a bank. Mm -hmm. It's not a credit union, but because I don't want people to know, someone got my bank account information right i probably shouldn't even be saying this <laughs> but <laughs> but it's a podcast we say we want to be more transparent yeah yes yeah. but so i call and to their credit no pun intended, pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> but that phone call is only 11 minutes long and like two minutes of that was like waiting for someone to like going through all the prompts and waiting for someone right and there are a lot of fucking prompts. I went through a lot of prompts. I couldn't even see the first I think number they, that they I put added in. some <laughs> that, like five more stages. <laughs> <laughs> there were a lot of prompts I had to go through. Yeah. But press one. Press seven. So press like one. you're looking at like a ten to nine minute phone call conversation that I addressed the problem, they took care of it, and my relief is already on the way. So, and in like nine minutes. So kudos to them. Mm-hmm. But, and like they sent me the money, it's not there yet. I'm kind of like, I can't, my card is frozen. I can't use this. <laughs> right. I probably won't have a card until um, this episode goes up. But luckily, I, I, I will have one on the way. And but that card's gone. <laughs> they mm. froze that motherfucker. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so, but like I said, I have three bank accounts. So we're not freaking out. I, got, I put gas in to get here. But that was also my health insurance. <laughs> but I also get paid before that comes out. Okay. So. <laughs> All right. We got so it. we're yeah. good. I'm yeah. not complaining. I don't complain. It's just moving a few things around a little bit. I don't know if you've noticed. I don't complain about anything anymore. 
I don't even complain about my job and I have reason to. I just zone the hell out. When I'm at work, I don't even realize I'm at work. I'm like, oh, I'm here. I just do, I just do, do the damn thing. I get out of there. I think, I've, yeah, I've become more that way as well, where it's like, um, I'm not complaining as or moping as much as I was, but if there's a problem, I will address it, you know? And sometimes that is me kind of working through, like, okay, this is what I need to do, and then I figure it out. But, um, yeah, to allow, your, allow yourself to sort through the issue if there's an issue. But for the most part... Yeah, complaining about petty problems doesn't really get anybody anywhere. It wastes time. It drains you. Mm-hmm. It changes your mentality for the day. And like mm-hmm. that could be a pivotal moment for your week, which could be a pivotal moment for your month, which yeah. could be for your year and life. The year, yeah. <laughs> like, so, right. Take it as it comes. Like, don't even stress out. Like, there are real things you should be stressing out about, but. Don't sweat the little things. Right. Like, it's almost $70 taken out of my account. I mean, if you freaked out about that and was like, what the fuck? You know, I I wouldn't have blamed you. <laughs> I'd, I'd be pissed, too. But you you handled it. Truth is, you just... Um, I did you the adult s- thing. You saw it, you <laughs> called, and then fixed the problem. So, yeah. <laughs> So pat myself on the back. I did an adult thing this week, but <laughs> um, which is hard sometimes. <laughs> but which kind of brings us into like a topic you wanted to talk about this week. Mm. Talking since we're talking not really much about work, but like leadership, kind of right. Um, well, just I mean, especially with with my job too, and um, that. You know, some some bosses are are good at at guiding people gracefully, uh, not being such a, a head honcho. You know, just you know, telling people what to do um, versus people that that do that sort of thing, where they're um, just kind of hovering over you and and kind of giving you a hard time. Uh, and it's it's that way with people in our lives too. It's just kind of like what separates, you know, what is a good leader versus, um, you know, a, a follower who steps up that can inspire other people to, um, to to do the desired work, you know, in in a relationship or in you know your job or school, whatever it may be. Like, there's just, you know, what what separates that, you know, what. It, it can seem like a fine line sometimes because sometimes, uh, you know, people in a leadership position can be tough on you because they know that you can do better, um, that you have it in you. And I'm not saying that that's always entirely uncalled for to, to, to push you. Um, I think there's a time and place, but a good leader knows when that is, you know, like you can pull through, you know, and it's, it's kind of, it's coming more from an encouragement perspective and belief in, in someone as opposed to, um, just either flexing your stuff or, um, just being an asshole, you know, (laughs) 
that's projecting their issues onto you. Um, a good leader knows when to like put their home life aside and a lot of their frustrations in their own life. Uh, you know, you talk about like complaining and stuff, but there's also a lot of people, a lot of leaders, a lot of bosses, a lot of teachers that do that sort of thing as well, where they just wake up on the wrong side of the bed that day, you know, and and they take it out on their students or their who are their followers or you know, but that's also why I I look to a lot of like Christianity and Buddhism and, and you know, Tao and things like that where it, it showcases leaders that that are always calm in scenarios and they're not taking their day out on on their followers. It's just that they they understand that I've been where you're at and you're gonna get to where I'm at. You know, it it's just you gotta put in as much work as, you know, I put into it. And that's a hard truth to swallow um when I am having a bad day because like I need a target, you know, I need you know, I need to take it out on somebody sometimes, but sometimes you have to stop and say, No, that's not that's not right. Um so kind of like more guidance as opposed to you know, just projecting and pushing and, you know, for, for the hell of it, I guess, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's probably some scenarios in your life as well where you've had to be a leader or you have been led by somebody else in good and bad ways, maybe. Yeah, like every job I've ever had, which, I mean, I'm one of those people that I, I like, stay at a job. And then, like, if there's, like, something super disrespectful, like I've said before, like, every job I've left out of disrespect. So, yeah, like, you still get it. But, like, every job I've ever had, I've been in a leadership position. I've been a lead in every single job that I've ever had. And, like, fast also. Like, um, I think every job I've ever had, I've been promoted within a month. But, because I'm Mexican, I work hard. But um, <laughs> You got it in you. <laughs> it's in my DNA. Yeah, so, like, I, I've always been in sort of, like, a leadership position, but never, like, given enough, like, credit or runway to, like, be a manager. Like, there have definitely been conversations, like, at the job I have now, like, um, the manager, the main manager over everyone, over all of the managers, he he was like, before he quit, because I did say before he did quit, um, good for him. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why I'm still there, but um, <laughs> the last man standing, like the only person that's been there from when I started. <laughs> but um, um, yeah, so I, back way back then, um, there were conversations of me being made a manager, but then when he left and his replacement came like for a year now there's not been a single conversation but I'm still in a leadership position but I say all that to say like everywhere even when I'm not like a manager people look at me as a manager because of the way I carry myself and the way I do the job and I don't look at myself like that because I just do it like it's nothing I ever like pay attention to Cause I just have a work ethic and like 
I've not loved every any job that I've ever had. Not not a one. But outside of like the passion. Um but as a job, I've not cared for any job that I've had. I've hated every job that I've had. I hate the job that I have now, but like I'm I'm good at it and it gets me by but <laughs> but people look at me as a as the they they follow the leader basically and i i don't treat anyone like they're under me or anything like i have seniority there but mm-hmm. i'm not i i don't flaunt that or anything and like one thing like today i was thinking while i was at work um and it's just something that's in me it's like my my morals my you know it's my drive that I hate my job. Like, who loves their job? Like, there are some people out there, but they're kind of weird. But, uh-huh. <laughs> but like, as much as I hate this job, I'm not going to do a shitty job at my job because that's my name. My name is on that. If it's if it looks bad, that's on me. Mm-hmm. It's not like they don't care if you like this job or not. That's my reputation, and my name holds weight. My name means something. And like that goes way beyond like a job. Like my name means something. My name's supposed to mean something. Mm. So I'm not just gonna do whatever the fuck because I don't care about this job. Right. That's my name, and it's supposed to. It means something to me. It's supposed to mean something to the people that are seeing my work. And like I do that. The same thing with um like film and photography, like. My name's supposed to mean something. Yeah. And I go about it that way. Which kind of brings me to another point. Um, have you ever worked for somebody younger than you? Uh, I, when I found out how young this person was, she was like, um, you should have my job right now. You're like <laughs> five years older than me. I'm like, fucking, I'm about to quit. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I say that because, you know, in your in your very near future... Um, I mean, you'll be having your fully fledged, you know, production company. You're going to be filming, and you're going to be working with all different types of people from all different walks of life, and it's it's hard to work for somebody or with somebody that you don't respect, which I've found it. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> you you kind of have to hold your tongue and. And just do it, but you also don't. I mean, yeah, <laughs> you don't have to. That, that is true. Um, it, well, you have to weigh weigh the situation and figure is it is it worth it? You know, is, is this the battle I want to fight today? I guess. But um, yeah, I've I've worked with people, you know, of, of all different ages and walks of life, and a lot of goods come out of that too because I've I've gotten perspectives like crazy. So that's kind of been pivotal in my journey to to being more open to you know different you know religions or, or you know just starting to understand people's experiences and stuff um and it encourages me I, i've i've always seen myself as a follower as not a leader which is i realize kind of, it kind of to my detriment, not to my benefit, 
that I believe that about myself because I think I have the potential to be a good leader. It's just I was never really taught to fully express how I feel, which in turn has affected my work ethic in, in different scenarios and my so my social life too. You know, the fact that there's there's all this this guilt and this, you know, just always holding your tongue all the time, you know, that I've I've felt like my my opinions don't matter as much and people aren't gonna want to hear me, you know. I'm just the the introverted artist. And I put that kind of as my my identity is I'm introverted. Is that I introverts don't lead which I find now is completely untrue, is that there's plenty of... You can confirm. Yeah. There's plenty of people that are more reserved, uh, not as social, that can, can lead a pack, you know. It's, it's, but a lot of us introverts are very creative people. So we may need guidance sometimes, but we can guide other people as well in a creative outlet. You know, not necessarily like it's your personality to go around and and tell people they're right or wrong and how they do things, but in more that like I'm the guy that can help you. You know, you can come to me for anything. Um, but and I've gotten I've gotten that experience uh, ever since I started dating. It was you know kind of being a, a personal therapist of sorts. <laughs> so. And that's so that's okay too. Is that some some people like people like you and me that are easy to come to to talk to, you know, if they really want to be transparent. Which is also why we do this podcast too, because we're 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 very conversational in when the time comes, and we listen to each other. Sometimes the biggest form of communication is to listen and not to talk so much. Some people are all talk, no listen. I'm all listen, no talk. <laughs> so it just depends on what you need in your life. And as far as like a good leader goes, like they kind of know when to shut up and when to listen. Because I've experienced a lot of people that don't know how to. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, one thing that you, you say, like sometimes you have to choose your battles. And like, mm -hmm. um, but when you, if you bite your tongue for long enough, then you become silence because you'll, you'll bite your tongue off. If you bite your tongue for too long, mm -hmm. you'll silence yourself. And like, you can't do that. Like we were talking about last week, like you can't, you can't silence yourself. You have to have that voice. And that's what, mm. you know, makes you a leader. Like you, you speak up mm -hmm. when it's time to speak up and you, right. you, you, you know, put your foot down when it's time to put your foot down. And like, I did the same thing. Like I conquered my, you know, giants like i've said before on the podcast before like about a manager like i put my foot down and like she was even like um what's going on with you you've been very standoffish lately and like i didn't say it in the moment but i was like standoffish i'm standing up for myself and the two are very different mm. and you know i've ne i've been bullied you know all the way through high school and, i mean not high school school period and like I, I stood up for myself, like to no avail. Like it, it was that one battle, that one day out of 
12 years, 12, 13 years, but I did stand up for myself. Like I fought a bully off of me and like, he's like, stop hitting my head. I'm like, no, I won't. <laughs> uh, but, and then she got worse, but, um, you know, mm. went to different school, but, um, <laughs> but it was for you then yeah that was for you i mean maybe a situation escalated because of that scenario and things started getting worse you know Mm -hmm. so maybe that whole like fighting fire with fire doesn't always work but for you though that that meant a lot like in your growth Mm -hmm. so you needed to fight back at that moment yeah not saying you should you know Take take vengeance or fight fire with fire with people like that, but I I think Amy, that we're from different sides of town. <laughs> <laughs> but but like you need you needed to do that, mm-hmm. and he may he may have needed that a wake up call, you know. But yeah, it's it it's but that's your journey. That's yeah. your journey. You gotta have fight in you. Like um, you when you're ready and when you're ready, like because a lot of times like. I regret not standing up for myself at certain moments, but then come to realize that you'll do it when you're ready. Like, I mean, there there have been times where it's like, that's it. You tre- you've treaded all my boundaries long enough, and this is this is me speaking out against it. Um, you can interpret it however you want. <laughs> you're gonna interpret it the way you want, anyways. Like what I'm gonna what I'm about to say to you. Um. But so, sometimes when you don't and you feel like you could or should, um, like don't be hard on yourself for that because maybe maybe you holding your tongue then you know, is is your time's not there yet. But once you know, once you're ready to stand up and do it and 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 um, speak out, you're gonna do it and you're gonna kill it. You know, so. But no one can tell you when the right time to stand up is. Like that that's your moment. Like you know when it is and you're gonna do it. It's like I'm scared or it's not easy, but I'm about to do it anyways. It's like going on a roller coaster for the first time, maybe. Is it like I don't know, I'm scared. And then but then you're like, I'm about to try this. And then you, you have that moment where you're about to go off the roller coaster. Like at the top, you know, and you're like, no, wait, wait. Never been on a roller coaster. You've never been on one. <laughs> Maybe you've said that before, and I forgot. But, but there, there's this moment where, like, wait, is it too late to stop now? Like, no, it's too late. You're already going in, so you just 100. percent You go in, drop down, you're weightless, going through loops and corkscrews and everything. Like, I'm not, a, I'm not a roller coaster fan. I'm too. I've aged out of it anyway, so. You're what? I've aged out of it already. Oh, so. you, yeah, you have pretty much. You kind of you miss. can't always almost be thirty getting on roller coasters. <laughs> it's for the it's for the the teens and twenty early twenties kids, but um, <laughs> and especially ever since the, that story when somebody went, I don't know this this is in Atlanta. This has happened in Atlanta, right? When somebody jumped over the fence and. Uh, you said it's been like once a, a year. Yeah. <laughs> once a summer. Anyway, some somebody somebody played soccer with somebody's head. Um <laughs> Jesus Christ. So 
some final destination. It, yeah, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> but that when I heard that, I don't think I ever I went on a roller coaster after hearing about that story. Not necessarily intentionally either. Like I just I don't think I've been back to parks since then. Like you know, roller coaster parks, but I'll definitely the teapots. Definitely <laughs> don't want after hearing that story. But back to the point. Um, yeah, that there's that moment where you're like, I shouldn't be saying this. Oh, no, I, I already words coming out. We're gonna do it, you know. So, no, I mean, I'm like being bullied, you know, mm. my whole life growing up, and like that sucks. I, like, I, I don't have that in me, like to just sit there and take it anymore. Like, I've almost, I've gotten into it with almost every manager I've ever had. Like I do, I I don't play. Mm. Like one mm. manager, he he used to mock me because I have a deep voice, and I was I walked in, and he's like briefing me. He's about to brief me for like what to do for the day, and because he's about to, it was like there are only like three of us in that department, so it was a rotation. Um, so when I go in, he leaves. He was like mocking me. I was like, <laughs> he's like what? You don't need to mock me, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm like so quick to like jump to that because like I'm not gonna just lay there and just take, take it. it. Yeah. Like even like today, like I have this new manager in my department, and like she's cool. Like we're gonna be all right. But like I was taking something over to her, or to like where she was, and she's she just looked at me. Like blank, I was like, "What's up?" <laughs> I was like, "She's like, uh, I, I didn't say anything." <laughs> I was like, oh, "Okay, I was making sure." But <laughs> like, I'm, 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 I'm not used. To, I'm know. not used to this <laughs> side of Rob <laughs> at all. I don't see this side. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like. You, you just can't be a doormat. You can't let people treat you any kind of way. Like one thing my mom always says, and like it's like ringing true, ringing true to me. Like, the older I get is, like, she always says, like, people only treat you the way you teach them to. Mm. So, like, just, you know, cut that at the ankle right away. Mm. You know, not over here. Because you don't have to stand for disrespect, and I never will. And I, I don't like, you know, people picking on people either. Like, mm. I'm not a big dude. Like, one thing I was going to say earlier, like, Hustle and flow popularized it, but it's an actual saying. Um, it's not the size of the dog in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the dog. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not a big dog. I have a pretty big bark if you take me there, if, if, if it goes there. But, like, I'm not a fighter, you know. Like, I'm not a, you know, um, confrontational person. But I also won't stand for disrespect and you won't treat me any kind of way and like when it comes to like friends and stuff like we've talked about it a, a, here and there like kind of sugarcoating things but like that's harder you know like because you have that relationship already so like you and you don't want you don't want to you know hurt anyone's feelings but you also like don't stand for it and like Mm-hmm. I guess to kind of relate to what you were saying earlier, where I said, "But, but me here." Um, <laughs> but I think 
you kind of have to choose your battles like with something like that intimate mm-hmm. you know like but then like the it, you build up and like it right. builds up and it can become it, something else it depends on who you're dealing with cuz uh there's a lot of people out there uh if they disrespect you and care. you don't respond <laughs> i know you don't <laughs> but it, if 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 you don't respond and you'll kind of you'll see you know what kind of person they are if they you know if they're like oh man i i apologize for you know how i was acting like there's some people out there that do that but then there are also a lot that that don't and they continue naive. <laughs> <laughs> but there i i've realized like cuz you know i i've had situations at work you know where uh, a boss like freaked out on me and like overreacted and made me feel pretty bad and then came and I just didn't say anything, walked away, and then they came back around and like, hey man, I'm sorry, you know, for blowing up on you like that and taking it out on you. Um so it has happened and I was like, No, I, I completely understand and I respect that you respected me enough to come here and apologize to me. But there are a lot of people that don't react that way at all. So they they continue with the disrespect and at that point you're gonna have to maybe plan out, you know, like this is I'm gonna about to, you know, give let this guy have it you know but or i mean not not that you have to go at him and just be like all right you know start cussing him out but just be like hey man that's not cool like stop talking about me like that because i'm not having that you know like not here at work not anywhere like we're not doing that and like that's that's the sometimes you have to demand respect because some people won't freely give it you know i mean it if it's earned then you know like whoa, you know, okay, you, you proved to me that you won't just bend over and take it. So, so I'll you know I'll stop doing that. You know, God God forbid they don't. But if they do, then it's because you said something about it and you didn't stay silent. Yeah, yeah. Speak out. Speak loud. Speak out. Be heard. Be heard. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not being over and taking it. <laughs> <laughs> I know you ain't. <laughs> I could tell. Not over here, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> this table almost broke. I'm I'm scared. <laughs> no, but I think I think we did it. I, I think I think we did the thing. We did the thing. The thing has been done. Thing we're stopping by this week. Hope you enjoyed this week's episode, and we will catch you next Tuesday. Later.